way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why it's crucial for us to look at what's being discussed online. From the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media minute, we're joined by Erica. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. We're back. We're back. <laughs> we'll do this dance all over again. Yeah. Does anyone like Mondays? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not raising my hand. Our, our producer did. She oh, did. And, really? And I'm having trouble whether she's trying to understand if she's being sarcastic or if she's for real. <laughs> no, she's for real. Oh, uh, mm, uh, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She just loves the show so much. <laughs> Now I'm getting like a hint of sarcasm, so I'm going to move on. <laughs> okay, so uh, we've been talking about the chronically low birth rate in South Korea for what feels like years on end, but we keep breaking our own record. Yeah. Uh, we apparently have the lowest birth rate in the OECD average. It far exceeds what mm-hmm. South Korea records every year. Eight years in a row, the lowest among OECD countries. Now, what's important going forward is uh-huh. to ask a more fundamental question, right? How you know, do the young women and men feel? You know, if some of our listeners think we sound like a broken record (laughs) a little bit well there's a reason because we get constant updates on the same topic Mm. now according to the latest uh survey Mm. just four percent of unmarried korean women in their 20s and 30s uh see marriage and having children as essential in their lives 4%. 4%. Now, the survey was uh-huh. conducted by Professor Park Jong-min at Seoul National University, and it was published in the Korean Journal of Social Welfare Studies. Mm-hmm. So according to the survey, uh, only 4% of the female respondents agreed to a question asking whether marriage and childbirth are a, an essential part mm-hmm. of a woman's life. 13% of male respondents believe so. Now, the survey was conducted on 281 unmarried men and women aged between 20 and 40, Mm. you know, and they were asked about their thoughts on marriage and childbirth. And get this, over 50% of women in the same survey agreed that marriage and childbirth are not important in a woman's life. Over 50%, that's more than half. Now, compare that number to 26% of men who approved the idea. Interesting. Yep. That, I mean, that very discrepancy might make this conversation a little bit more heated, mm-hmm. right? Okay, the survey certainly paints an even gloomier picture of South Korea's continuously falling fertility rate. That's right. The latest statistics, mm. uh, Korea data, uh, shows that the no- average number of children that a woman bears in her lifetime, that's the, the fertility rate, right, mm-hmm. right. fell to 078 Last year, uh, that is the lowest figure since the country began to collect relevant data in the 1970s. Uh, you know, let that process for a second. The average number of children a woman bears in her lifetime is 0.78. That's a nationwide number, by the way. Yep. If you look at just Seoul City, I think it was 0.59. Oh, so even lower. Even lower. Yep. And and I believe the number that we need to retain the current level population mm-hmm. is like 2.1. That's right. right? So uh, mm-hmm. just for perspective, yeah. the average total fertility rate of OECD member states was 1.59 as of 2020. Uh, currently, South Korea is the only OECD country with a fertility rate lower than one. Okay, see, for policymakers, these numbers are dire. It's important, which is Absolutely. why we keep sounding like broken records. Yeah. Um, is it supposed to add pressure to young women and men to feel a certain way? No, mm-hmm. but I, I think it just paints a stark contrast, and maybe we need to relook 
and reconvene policies going forward. Mm -hmm. The rate is showing no signs of a rebound, despite, again, years-long government efforts to encourage couples to have more children. They've been throwing money at the matter for years. A lot of money. So during the last 16 years, South Korea spent roughly $210 billion to respond to this uh, demographic crisis. Um, And marriage is simply no longer an attractive choice to the younger generation. So we have to look at that more fundamentally, yep. right? Uh, uh, I, a lot of our discussions are about this, and I don't think throwing money at, at having children has ever Mm-mm. worked. In, in fact, China is trying something really similar, a stark contrast right. from their one-child policy. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been working either, no. so it's not just us. Maybe the questions need to be tweaked a little bit. Yeah. What do the young people want? And if you're going to throw money at it, how much of it? Because I think they want to afford a house. Yes. So this is not enough. No. Okay. So maybe this is why the government should focus on uh, make the environment surrounding marriage more attractive. Yes. How we do so, it's a lot of moving factors. Uh, there are several factors underpinning young people's <laughs> reluctance to get married, including real estate. Yes. And uh, bleak employment rate, uh, social inequality is one, Uh, you know, the highly competitive nature of our society (laughs) is another. It's funny because I grew up in Silicon Valley. I thought it was competitive, but it wasn't, well, I've been gone for 10 years, so maybe things have changed, Uh but it wasn't suffocating. Right. Seoul City has a different kind of pace, Mm. and how do we address that? Yes. Complicated. Suffocating is an interesting word you chose because I, I really genuinely feel that a lot of people feel that. Yeah, I yeah. think that's, I mean, not, I love Soul City, yep. but it's also exhausting at the mm-hmm. same time. I do wonder what researchers other countries have to say about South Korea's current demographic crisis. M- maybe if you have an outside perspective. <laughs> yeah. So researchers in other countries are actually more pessimistic. Um, according to a report published by a Peterson Institute for International Economics uh, back in 20. 2021, uh, it concluded that there do not seem to be any groundbreaking measures for Mm. South Korea uh, to increase that fertility rate that keeps falling. Um, You know, according to the researchers, several immediate actions the government should take in the long term should include ending legal discrimination against children born out of wedlock uh, or into non-traditional families, Mm. uh, ensuring high levels of marriage-based inward migration Mm. are maintained and acknowledging that any near-term shift in fertility levels is unlikely. Look at that last line. Acknowledge. Acknowledge it and stop throwing money around, basically. It hasn't been working. No. We need to reconvene and move forward with different policy settings. Because everything else that that researchers Mm -hmm. implied to, those are are social problems. And that, I feel... They also mentioned the higher levels of public social investments in day care okay. services okay. would help, as would reductions in the private cost of higher education. You want to talk about ones <laughs> in Korea? <laughs> okay, I mean, are, are more daycare services shutting down due to yes. the declining birth rate? Thousands of them. Okay, so there you have it. The tug of war continues not to stress you out mm. on a Monday morning. No. Those are just the latest yes. numbers. Okay, on to the next. Mm-hmm. Food packages getting a lot smaller for customers wary of rising food prices. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Small, small portion consumption. Yeah. So um, we we talked recently about uh, the, the hike in food prices, rising food bills, and how retailers here in South Korea are coming up with uh, new marketing strategies mm-hmm. to keep customers satisfied. 
uh, convenience store chains have launched packages of vegetables, meat for their smaller and less expensive than the ones that usually sell. Uh, you know, several store chains also offered uh, packaged meats, um, you know, smaller portions, like 200 gram ah. packages for smaller families mm. or one person households uh, at a cheaper price. Now, the even South Korea's favorite snack, tteokbokki, <laughs> um, is being offered in half portions mm. at uh, many of the restaurants. Um, and I've been noticing this as well. Um, you know, food prices are getting more and more expensive, mm -hmm. but the younger people, they still want to go out and enjoy a nice meal from time to time. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about eating, it's just being at a nice place, treating yourself. Different setting. Different setting, exactly. And, um, you know, uh, at this yeah. place that I have <laughs> this so place that, that I have. <laughs> you know, uh, we have a lot of young customers mm. coming in, like you know, those in their twenties and thirties. Uh, they're f frequent customers, and uh, you know, sometimes I see couples walking in. Uh, we we offer small plates and mostly pastas, mm. and uh, you know, a couple might order one small plate, which is really not that big a portion. Yeah. Um, and they would order one of those small plates and one pasta and share. And okay, maybe that's a good place to start. And if you're really yeah. Hungry, you can just add on. But I think that's more conscientious than anything. Yeah. It's about saving money, yes, but lessening food waste. That's true, too. You know, um, as, uh, as, the, as a person who runs the place, yeah. you know, sometimes, I, and I have this motherly instinct as well, when kids order too little, I'm like, <laughs> would you be hungry <laughs> with what you just ordered? I'm like, maybe that's, you know, maybe you just want, might want to order like one more. You're genuinely concerned. But I don't do that anymore. Really? Because, Perceptions have changed, you think? But, and uh, I, I don't know what they're situation is in, in terms uh, of like finance and I don't want to make them feel bad you know what I mean uh, because that's not your intent no. you just want them to plenty of food Exa on the I table exactly okay so tricky times yep. so okay, I like that you're being hypersensitive <laughs> to all your customers yeah. needs okay but I've, I've been seeing more restaurants try this mm -hmm. too where not all restaurants can do this but you know Zatang has come in those half half yep. dishes for a long mm -hmm. time now they're offering even a quarter of that so instead you get yeah. half a portion of that's right. Half a portion of temple. And I thought, you know what? That's clever. If it works for you. It That's does. right. And it's not just a food either. Yeah. When it when we talk about like you know portions being reduced and uh, being sold at cheaper prices at some zero waste stores mm. uh, customers can sort of adjust the amount of goods that they purchase uh, you know those refill stations at mm. zero waste stores they offer everything from shampoos mm. detergents soap they even have pasta <laughs> pepper uh, you know prices are up to 40% cheaper really? um, the price is cheaper by the way because the store does not use disposable packaging so people bring their Ooh. own reusable uh, containers yeah. they just pump however much they need yeah and like then, for example shampoo and then you know they pay much much less that sounds it's good the same to shampoo you know I just need to see yep. more of these stores around me so it's more, much more convenient, but that's exciting. And also, mm. it's it's catching two birds with one stone because customers are happy because they pay less mm. for exactly the same thing they need mm. and uh, there's less waste too, mm. so it's better for the environment. And then even for the, from the seller's perspective, that's right. they're saving money too. That's right? right. And customers are happy. All right. Do we have time for our final story? I'm going to move on because she's not paying attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> just quickly, shall we? Yes. Uh, 
So very quickly, uh, have you heard of the comic strip Dilbert? I grew up on yes, it. Yes, of course. Is it the guy with the glasses? That's right. Yeah. It's been dropped from multiple U.S. <sighs> newspapers in response to these racist comments made by its creator, Scott Adams, who recently called black Americans a hate group. And uh, he also urged white people to get the hell away from black people in a YouTube video. And uh, his comments on February 22nd came in response to a conservative organization's poll, which showed that 26% of black respondents said they disagreed with the statement, it's okay to be white. Another 21% said they were not sure. And he just went on. It, it's a rant. Okay. Yeah. And and so as a response, it seems that a lot of these major news outlets have dropped That's the right. comic strip altogether. We're talking about there. the Boston Globe. The, the LA Times, the Washington Post. Uh, they each said Saturday they were dropping Dilbert because of Adam's comments. Mm. Uh, more than 300 local media outlets in 46... Three states across mm. the U.S. said they would immediately stop publishing the cartoon. This has been going on for decades. I know. So we're canceling. That's right. You know, um, his comments were picked up on social media. It ignited heated demands that uh, his work be dropped by publishers who carried the comic strip. Okay, so the conversation continues. I'm, yep. I'm sure it's not the last we're hearing from mm-hmm. Adams either, but there you have it. Yep. There's some solidarity from outlet media outlets. That's right. right. Thank you very much, Erica. Pleasure. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> see you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.